everyone. Samrin here with you and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. Today we're going to look back at Bayern's marvelous 4-1 victory over Arbe Leipzig. So let's start off with the lineups. Leipzig had Golachi in goal, Angelino, Willy Orban, Mohamed Simakan, and Tesende in their back four. Kevin Campbell and Conrad Leimer made up the defensive mid midfield. Uh, Christopher Nkunku, Danny Olmo, Dominique Jobojulai were the three behind Andre Silva. Perhaps the most surprising thing for that lineup for me was that Emil Forsberg had been left out. I was not expecting that. Uh, for Bayern, uh, Julian Nagelsmann made a couple of changes, mostly coming at the back. But it was Lewandowski leading the line, as always. Leroy Sané, Thomas Muller, Serge Gnabry were the three behind him, with Musiala being the one left out. Uh, Kimmich and Goretzka in defensive midfield, as always. Uh, Davies, Hernandez, Upamecano, Pava in the back four, and Neuer in goal. Not too many surprises there for me, except... I was probably one of the odd ones to think that maybe Stanisic will start because Pava had just returned and Pava's form honestly had been poor for quite a while and I haven't been convinced by Pava for a while now. Um, Once the game started, it was a pretty even start, but Kevin Campbell's handball kind of just changed the equation of what the game could have been like. And usually, a lot of these penalties are 50-50, especially when they go to VAR. They, they, you can make arguments both ways, but this one I thought was a stonewall penalty. There was intent, the ball touched the arm, penalty for me. Robert Lewandowski stepped up, and he converted, not unexpectedly, to give Bayern the lead. Now, it used to happen under Hansi Flick, and nowadays it's starting to happen under Nagelsmann, where Bayern gets an early goal, and it really gets them rolling. So a lot of times I hear commentators and even myself say that, well, if the early incident had not happened, if the opposition had not given away a penalty in this instance, or had the defender not been asleep, or had the keeper not made a mistake, this game could have gone in other direction, in another direction. But I honestly think the way that Bayern presses opponents forces them into these mistakes. Campos handball, while looked intentional to me, may have been born out of nerves. Leon Goretzka was chasing him down hard, and Goretzka is not a player you want chasing you down. He's a very effective defensive midfielder, and he can score, and he can play a killer pass that might kill the game anyway. So it's... I think it was Bayern's pressure that caused the incident to happen more than Kampel just standing there by himself, enjoying a nice sunny day, and just deciding to hit the ball with his arm and give away a penalty. So Lewandowski converts, and the rest of the first half plays out, and there's really not much I can say about that half. Um, The only thing that I probably want to talk about is Pava's positioning. He's so central sometimes, and I wonder if that's intentional or whether that's because he is technically a central defender and not a right back, but he's played right back almost entirely in his time at Bayern. So I don't know. I don't want to be too hard on Papa. He just came back after all, and there were no glaring mistakes. There was nothing to be too shocked by, but that was probably my only question from the first half. Uh, The second half, completely different game. 
the way that it started, it literally did not even allow me to sit down and catch my breath. Uh, in the first half, one notable incident was Serge Gnabry being taken off for Jamal Musiala. Musiala was excellent during the international break. He's been excellent all season long. He's probably Bayern's best winger, although Sané had another good day today. And once uh, Musiala came on, he gave Bayern additional energy, impetus, if you will. And in the second half, he would open the scoring. Uh and add Bayern's second goal of the game, first from open play, of course. It would be set up by brilliant work by Lewandowski, who would find Alfonso Davies, who also had an excellent game, both offensively and defensively, who would find Musiala. Musiala would use a really deft first touch so that he could hit the ball with his second and send it into goal, and my goodness... I think I'm one of those people adding to the voice that Musiala is indeed a generational talent. You don't see anything like this every day. Uh, afterward, uh, Leipzig almost came back into the game. Danny Olmo found Andre Silva with a peach of a pass, and Silva slot the ball past Neuer expertly. But Silva would be judged to be offside. On replays, it looked to me almost like Pavard was playing him onside. Pavard was ahead of the rest of the Bayern defense. But it would, the goal would not stand. A note on Silva here. Leipzig paid good money to get him. And he's not quite adjusted yet. That's okay. It's early on. Uh, he probably misses that partnership with Philip Kostic at Eintracht Frankfurt, but uh, Leipzig have lost three of their first four, and Silva really needs to get on it because the rest of their game, the rest of their play, is not bad. So uh, Silva probably should have gotten a goal uh, later on in the game. But before that, Bayern would add a third goal. Like I said, breathless second half. Lewandowski would pass to Musiala, who would set up a goal for Sané on a plate. Sané would score, and uh, 3-0. So Leipzig would get one back. This was courtesy of Leimer. An excellent shot uh, from outside the box that really left Neuer with no chance. Uh, Jesse Marsh, at this point, decided to change up things. He brought on Forsberg, Gavardiol, and Amadou Haidara. One of the players he took off was Angelino. He also took off Danny Olmo, and he took off the goal scorer himself, Leimer. Probably should have started with Forsberg, but hey, Marsh is the coach and not me. Uh, Bayern would take off Leon Goretzka and Lewandowski. This I really like about Julian Nagelsmann. He's very good with substitutions. He doesn't run players into the ground. As much as I liked Flick, he really ran... Uh, Kimmich into the ground. Several coaches ran Schweinsteiger into the ground back in the day. So I appreciate this. I appreciate him seeing Lewa, him uh, seeing him take Lewa off, knowing that Lewa had a long international break. He played regularly throughout the break. I liked seeing him take Goretzka off, but man, poor Kimmich can't seem to be able to get a rest. And I don't think he wants a rest either, Kimmich being Kimmich. So Goretzka and Lewa came off for Chupa Moting and a debut for Marcel Savitzer. Andre Silva missed another, missed an awesome chance set up by Christopher Nkunku. I shouldn't say another because his first was just to be offside. He had scored from that chance. Had Leipzig scored that, 
things would have been edgy, but Bayern had enough goal scores on the pitch. And I think Bayern was really playing to Leipzig's pace at the time that they knew the game was basically over and had Leipzig scored, I think Bayern would have stepped up the pace. Um, either way, it didn't stop Bayern getting a fourth. Kimmich would set up Chupo Moting, who would finish expertly for Chupo's fifth goal of the season. Sabitzer also came close to getting a debut goal just before Chupo scored, well, twice, but he couldn't find the target at all. Like, in its entirety, I thought Sabitzer had a good debut. There were some instances where I ended up looking for him on the pitch. I was just like, well, where is Sabitzer? But he roamed around. He got involved more so, I think, in the 10 than he did in the sort of six role, which he played when he first came on. Byron showed some additional fluidity today when Joseph Stanisic and Nikla Zule came on with Zule going to right back and Stanisic going into defensive midfield. This is an incredibly fluid team. Even with all the success that Sani has had on the left, I saw him interchange with Gnabry on the right a couple times. Sani broke free from uh, Leipzig's backline multiple times today. Maybe should have scored another. Maybe should have set up another. He had a really, really good game. It's almost coming together for him. Just a final touch here, a final pass there, and that will really be it. The Bayern backline had a really great day. Hernandez had a good day. Davis had a good day. Well, I shouldn't say great day. It was very, very good up to an extent. In the second half, there were some nervy moments when Leipzig got their act together. But everything is going swimmingly well under Nagelsmann. And it's surprising to have so little to complain about, even when it comes to the backline. It was solid from the back, if not excellent. It was solid in defensive midfield, and the attack was just free-flowing and fluid and wonderful. And it's literally the perfect preparation going into the Barcelona game and then cooling off with slightly easier fixtures against Bakum. Bakum is just a gritty team to play, so I don't like saying that Bakum is easy. And after that, Grotje Fort. Overall, I think Bayern's performance on the pitch spoke for itself, and there's nothing more that I can add to just say how good they were, how good they looked today, how good they looked against Hertha Berlin, and everything is just wow, is all I can say. Um, when With Nagelsmann's preseason, things were not perfect, and it, it just it looked pretty ominous. The first game against Gladbach, Bayern was the better side, but Gladbach could have won that, and after that, they adjusted, they found their footing, and since then, just the team has been fluid. Nagelsmann has been making wonderful substitutions. He's figured out the Sané problem, which basically everyone really needed to be solved. And now Sané is not going to be spoken about all that often because he's just a part of the team and he's an excellent part of the team. And maybe this is the season that he'll pay back that expensive price tag. Um, yeah, I'm just... I just love watching this team and I look forward to every game of this team and I'm going to really look forward to that game against Barcelona too. It was just such a pleasure to watch that second half. That's the best way that I can describe Bayern performances. It's just a pleasure to watch them. I know many of you will have different opinions and will find things that are concerning to you, but this team is as close to perfect as it can be. Um, Conceding a goal or two less would help, but today what they conceded was a wonder goal, and that can't be helped. 
Alright, that's it for me, Samrin. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are Bavarian Podcast Works. You can find any of our contributors on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 and at BFWN. For the latest and greatest in football news, as you know, Bayern News, Germany News, and transfer rumors, be sure to visit BavarianFootballWorks.com. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this performance as much as I did. And take care and enjoy the rest of your day.